0: He's baffled by this conflicting evidence as you are. His prints are all over the crime scene. The TV footage puts him 60 miles away. He can't have been to two places at once. You know me. I didn't kill that kid, Ralph. Do you see how strange this is?
1: What would make someone do such a thing? He didn't do it.
0: I have no tolerance for the unexplainable. Well then, sir, you'll have no tolerance for me. Answer me this. Do you think Terry Maitland killed that boy? If he didn't do it, someone else did. Someone else did. Someone else.
1: Hello, and welcome back to Castle Rock Critical. Woo! Woo. We are nearing the end of our ad- coverage of HBO's adaptation of The Outsider, and as we get to episode 7, In the Pines. In the Pines. So good, they named it twice. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I am your host, Emma. Hello. And I am joined today by Lucy
0: Hello,
1: I'm back. And we will be talking about the latest instalment of the El Cucho Saga. Is
0: that what we're calling it now? <laughs> is that what we're calling it now? El Cucho Saga. Yep, for
1: now. That's what I felt like when I wrote these notes earlier. So <laughs> who knows how it's going to go later, oh. but that's what it is for now, the okay. El Cucho Saga. So as usual, we'll be doing our overall thoughts, a deep dive into the plot, then we'll head over to King Corner for book differences, and we will finish up with some lovely listener feedback. Um... But to start off with Lucy, you weren't here last week, so why don't you kick us off with a a brief summary of what you felt about episode six, and uh, your thoughts and bloobs for this episode number seven. Okay, I don't normally agree with retrospectives. I'm only saying that because you just told me something that I really want you to tell our listeners. Oh, um,
0: yeah, well I watched it with my mum, and uh, because I didn't realise she was watching it, but I was back um, staying at home, and we watched it together, and the moment where... Jack's mum went, hi Jackie, that she jumped out of her fucking seat, and honestly, that was scarier <laughs> than anything that was in the show, like the jumpiness, um, so yeah, that was enjoyable. Uh, I yeah, actually really enjoyed last episode, last week's episode, um, more so than the preceding one, I felt like it stepped up a notch, Yeah. Um, but listening to your pod on it, as a listener rather than a contributor... Um, I agreed with a lot of what you said and a lot of what Gaz said as well. Um, he had a lot of considered insight as as ever. And yeah, a lot of the tonal jumps were a bit strange. Um, I still, when I've, my instinct when I watched it would have been four bloobs. So mm. I'm going to do a Len and, and rate something that I wasn't involved in. This episode, I I watched it. I was a bit trunctuated because I kept pausing it to have to do things, which is probably not the best like optimum viewing um i'm between two bloobs as i usually am um because i think we are we're crawling we're crawling aren't we really but we're crawling to, the finish to, line. to some kind of resolution we're getting there um i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it four blueberries nice that's it's you can't do low fours and i'm going to explain what the blueberry scale is so this is what we use to rate the things that we review. So zero blueberries would be the worst, and five blueberries would be the best, and you can't have halves. So that's something that we struggle with, but its it makes it very harsh and fair scale. So this one would have been a four also. And sometimes things can just scrape a four. Yeah, I mean, I would say that it's just scraped a four, mm. but a four is a four ultimately. Yep. And when historians look back at this... Um, it will just mark that it was a four, and they won't yep. have any. That's all they'll have to worry about. Just three a four. points is
1: three points, as they say in football. Gaz Indeed. and Glenn will enjoy that. I won't. Um, okay, good, nice. I am. Um, I enjoyed this episode. I like you just said. I think we kind of made a bit of headway finally, and I know, we've, I know. Breaking we're breaking through. We're still not quite there, but we're getting there. Uh, I really liked the like coming together of a lot of the characters into what I would call it a more cohesive team. Mm. Um, Highlights for me definitely include like Jeannie and Holly and Alec as characters. Really enjoyed them. I love Jeannie. Jeannie's great. Still. She's my new fave. Um, But uh, I have to say, it's really unfortunate. We'll talk about this in more detail, but Ralph is becoming less and less likeable for me as the season
0: goes on. Because I wasn't involved in last week's, but I did message Emma, I hate Ralph now. I'm watching it with my mum. She was just like, Why is he even investigating this if he doesn't, if he's not open to believing? Like, it was just, he's so dour about it.
1: Yeah. And and even for me, like, knowing the character in the book, it makes it even worse. It's not... Because he was never like... Well, I mean, I suppose it's all down to your own perception, but never Mm. came across to me
0: like that. But you need, obviously, you have the it's you know we've we've mentioned it before X-Files um, Mulder and Scully yeah. you've got the person that is very open minded towards these things and then you've got the person that is is more rational but the way he, he hasn't changed really an ounce
1: going through it and bearing in mind we've only got three episodes left yeah. he's not got a lot of time to turn around this stinky attitude he's got it stinks and it's such a
0: downbeat performance that it's Almost, it's just lost all impact, just him muttering, and it is muttering, and it's not my ears, he mutters, just about, um, there's a moment with Alec, and he's just like, you imagined it, like, straight away, it's so annoying, it's like, can you not just listen? Yeah,
1: it's got to the point now where it's not even like, you believe this, you're just doing this to be a douche. Yeah. Almost. You're
0: so close-minded that there is actually no point in you doing this, because, what have you found out on your own, then? What have you found out? Nothing. There's nothing that makes any rational sense to explain this case. So what's the point of you? You're not doing anything. And I wish, and we'll go on to it, because <clears throat> I don't know if I've got like a bit of a crush on him. I don't know. I just love Eunice. Okay. Eunice is great. I love him. And I every scene he's in, I just think, I wish it was you and not Ralph. And you were leading this. And then it was it would be more X-Files, like someone that's, you know, rational but open-minded. Yeah. It's very, I'm fine. Ralph, last week I was just like, shouting at the TV. I find him
1: worse this week and I almost cheered when Jeannie called him out. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's you know, why I love
0: Jeannie as well. She's get like, on board or get the fuck out kind yeah. of thing. And I was like,
1: she's that was brilliant. Yeah, she nailed um, it. So yeah, he because I wasn't involved last week. Yeah, he was... Um, there's no one here to defend you now, Ralph. It's just the ladies who have, yeah. you're in their bad books. I think
0: I think Gaz would agree that... I think
1: so. He's being very obtuse. Nice word, Luce. Thank you, Thank you very, very much. much. Um But apart from that, and actually that hasn't uh, had a negative effect on my It score. might be the point. I'm well, not even saying be.
0: that it's not. I'm just saying as a character,
1: but it doesn't he's look. disappointing.
0: And f- yeah, you, probably for you as a book reader, you're like, no, that's not. And if mm. that's really disappointing because he didn't need to be quite this reticent to believe in something that he's instigated, he's instigated this investigation. Well, this is the
1: thing. Like, It's almost like he's spiralling into some kind of <clears throat> um, disbelieving madness because He's still on administrative leave. Yeah. He's driving this rogue investigation. And just because it's gotten out of your control, Ralph, doesn't mean you can't open your mind to other possibilities. He doesn't doesn't like what is being said, so he's not listening. No. Which is, I think, something um,
0: Jeannie sort of says to him.
1: Well, yeah. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean that it's not necessarily the case. Like, it's the only option that's left. Yeah, you punk. You punk! Um, But I I do still think this episode was a lot better than the last, probably two or three like, and I think it's because we've got more characters back because yeah. we've got people coming into it that are moving the plot along whereas actually what Ralph has been doing is just stalling Sitting and just, just going, stalling the plot that's right, that's right, that's and I like Ben soon. and you know he is good at what he's doing but he's fucking irritating yeah
0: it's, it's getting on my
1: nerves yeah. I have to say it's grating on me grating um, well I'm getting a bit of great four bloobs okay that is pretty great yep uh, which is the highest score I think I've did I give four last week? you've given some fours But not for a while. I think the last two have been been. the the better ones. But yeah, there's. Do
0: you think now? I know Gaz gave one retrospectively that doesn't count. Sorry, Gaz. Is there a five blueberry
1: episode? Because I'm beginning to think no. I think at this point, if there is one, it's the finale. But personally, for me. I don't think the finale is going to be as good as the ending of the book, and therefore it is unlikely to be a five blue for me. So I think mm. we might have missed our chance on this. Yeah, I think which is a shame for an HBO production.
0: Midway point is when you should have been hooking us, really, yeah. and doing something that really
1: is like. Or a who made episode. the rule that you have to have ten episodes? I don't know. Do because six? It feels very dragged out. Yeah. Well. Before we drag this out... We are dragging this out,
0: so apologies.
1: Uh, Might take a little pause for an advert break. Good idea. Hello. This is where we talk to you about all the other really fun stuff that we do. So uh, thank you for listening, tuning in. If it's your first time, welcome. If you're a regular listener, welcome back. We love you. Um, If you do like what you're listening to on Castle Rock Critical, you should check out our parent podcast, fan critical yes uh, we are part of the fan critical podcast family and there are plenty of other different channels and all of our content goes into that main one too uh we do loads of other stuff we've got some cool stuff coming up so we've just done our oscars predictions podcast which is uh a good laugh didn't didn't only get one point this year for me so i think i've done quite well mm. uh, but unfortunately len did win again so furious might have to sack him you all chose
0: the same thing though really
1: apart from me yeah Anne at least you were
0: brave enough to stick your neck above the
1: parapet that is true thanks luce so oh, you should listen to that though. yeah someone has to i'm not a sheep no i'm a sheep dog wolf if anything yeah wolf among the sheeps yeah uh we have got some cool stuff coming up though so we'll be back with the hosts of westworld another one of our family podcasts to cover westworld in march yep soon season three Gosh. very exciting Uh, And we've got two commissioned podcasts coming up.
0: Yes, so we have um, basically one of our... We did a quiz on... This needs to be edited, Lynn. We did, as part of our Patreon coverage, a little competition for the Oscars. Yes, we did. So everyone could guess... Everyone that's a a Patreon could guess what their winners would be in, in the main categories. And the winner would win a... Commission podcast. Yep, of their choosing. So the winner was drum roll, please, Emma, Michael Cozy. Woo! And he has asked us to cover Inception, which could not have gone any better because that is a great. Film. That is an awesome choice. So we'll be doing that. So well done, Michael, for getting the uh, the most answers right and winning yep. that, getting a little
1: freebie. Um, and our other commission podcast is from one of our uh, more senior Patreons. Who, uh, Lucy? What have they commissioned? So yeah, this is Elite Blueberry
0: Chris. Elite Blue, and he has commissioned the film Her, uh-huh. starring recent Oscar winner and recent Oscar nominee as well, Joaquin Phoenix and Scarlett Johansson.
1: Oh yeah. she's the voice, I believe.
0: I haven't actually seen it. No, so I'm I looking haven't forward either. To watching it um, and then talking about it. So two really good choices. So just stay tuned for those. Um, and yeah, if you think, oh, I want them to talk about Lord of the Rings, for example. Always the example I'm going to give. Yep, great option. You can, Not all at once. You can sign up. No, nah, well, yeah, one at a time. Three months worth. Yep. Be fine. You can go to patreon.com forward slash fancritical and sign up. You can be a junior Blueberry where you get access to our Discord where we all have a little chat. Or you can do senior Blueberry where you get the same benefits
1: but you can um, commission a cast it. Cast it's a hilarious. So, we take a, a film and then we recast it with new actors. Um, usually, I'm terrible at this because yeah. I'm shit at remembering decent Not actors. Always, but you, when Sometimes. it goes wrong, it goes really wrong. But when it goes right, it's wonderful and <laughs> funny. Um, so, you guys all get access to that. And, uh, and especially if you go for that next level, you get to uh, choose your own, which is yeah. awesome.
0: And then, if you really, really want to get your money's worth, you go Elite you can commission a podcast every month.
1: So yeah, if you want to do that, check us out on Patreon. Uh, If you just want to follow what we do and decide if you are ready to invest in Fan Critical or the Fan Critical family, you can follow us on social media. So we are at Pod on Twitter, fan underscore critical on Instagram, just fancritical on Facebook, or you can always email us. We love an email. It's fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. Yep. And just one further thing on the Patreon. Um... Our Blueberries will know that we
0: did a little competition, another competition. Yes, we did. Uh, regular <clears> listeners <throat> will know that we were commenting a few episodes back on the inherent hilarity of trying to draw something. And so the, the talent of the people in this show. Yeah, because we said, if we were asked to do that, well, I said, I'm going to throw myself under the bus. If <laughs> I was asked to do that, I wouldn't be very good at it. And lo and behold, I was not. So each of us drew our interpretation of uh, El Cuco. Yeah, hooded man, hooded man, um, and you guys got to vote on who was best, and the winner, clear winner, was actually Gaz's. Well done, little Gaz. So, Well done, Gaz. Yours was the best. I'm going to also say that, but I think yours, Emma, also deserves. I'll take a second mention. place.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Mine just looked like the screen mask gone wrong, and I, you know, um. But again. Jump onto Patreon,
1: check that out, because it is hilarious. Yeah, there's a lot of good content on there. And, yeah, you can get it just for as little as $5 a month. Nothing. It's the cost of a coffee and a donut. Yeah, if that. If that. Thank you very much, Lucy. And for now, before we burn your ears out with all of our advertising, why don't we dive into the pines? Let's. So, we open the episode, um, and Glory has decided to go back to work. Well, we open the episode with a bug. Uh, it's back I in the dirt to, the I don't want to talk about that yeah. Okay. I mean it was kind of gross he was stuck on his back a squirmy bug like me in the morning when I don't <laughs> want to get up <laughs> me trying to get out of bed literally yeah. physically um, now in fairness to Glory she probably does need to go back to work at this point because you know it's been a while
0: it's been three weeks now has again, it only been three weeks? yeah they said three weeks that's soon to go back to work after. Such yeah, a that thing. is a bit soon, mate. And I think I wonder um, again, American listeners, it may vary from state to state. I'm not sure how it works. Bereavement pay? Do you get it? How much do you get?
1: Probably you, not,
0: because you don't get much in way of maternity,
1: do you? So I can't imagine you get. Well, we get fuck all for bereavement. Mm,
0: I think it's at discretion, isn't it? Yeah,
1: and also she seems like she's mates with a boss. That's true. I just thought. Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting. Good, good question though. Tell Thanks. us, tell us, listeners. FanCriticalPodcast at Gmail dot com. What happens? What is the crack? Um, she is still refusing to sue everyone for Terry's death though, which I'm okay with at this point. It's a lot to do,
0: isn't it? It's a lot. well, she's would got would Howie. I know, but I can imagine just the
1: starting that process. Like, yeah, oh. and also it's painful, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but off she trots to show a home uh, to a couple and she finds herself having a bit of a, a moment with the couple that are viewing yeah, it. Yeah, she's um, down. Well, she assumes that they're just there to hang out with the wife of a child murderer. Now, I thought she was just being overdramatic. Did you think they were there just to be like, oh, I hung out with Glory Maitland? I or? think they were staring at her, kind of
0: smiling, almost like they were waiting for her to do something. But at the same time, I think, had she just behaved normally, mm. she would have ridden it out.
1: I also felt like she was being a bit brisk anyway.
0: Yeah, she was. Maybe
1: they were just uncomfortable.
0: And I think, yeah, I think it was probably a little of column A, a little of column B. They probably were looking at her like, gosh, like, what's, what, is she going to say something? Is she going to do something? Is she going to acknowledge it? But she, had she just been professional, I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to blame her because she's obviously not, she's not ready to go back to work. But yeah, I think she did overreact considering they were just a young couple looking around the house, didn't say anything, weren't asking her any, like...
1: Weird personal questions. No, they asked
0: about the schools and stuff. Yeah. Like, if if you take her out of that context, none of what they said would have been, you know... In any way untoward. Leading or, yeah. So mm.
1: she probably did overreact a bit. Poor old Gloria, I do feel for her. Mm. I've got to say... One of the things I have to say, though, is that regardless of whether I agree or disagree with her behaviour... The, her acting yeah, is she's amazing she's really good she's everything so she does and like yeah. barely contained rage That's, it's almost like simmering mm. right beneath the surface yeah. I think she's brilliant she's good uh, so, back at the Andersons, Ziz. Genie uh, Jeannie has booted out the creepy El Cucho chair, and Ralph is weirdly a little bit peeved and starts banging on about how they can only have single friends around for dinner now. He's got rid of the four Who do you fucking
0: have around anyway, Ralph? Exactly. In absolute
1: misery Anti-social fuck. Um, however, Jeannie explains it's all under control. There's an identical replacement coming. And then suddenly it dawns on them that neither of them know where Holly has been since like the crack of dawn. Yeah. So. We then jump over to... He's
0: annoying in this bit as well. She's like, do you not
1: know? And he's like... She's an adult. It's
0: like, yeah, quite a lot of weird stuff's been happening and now she's missing. He's useless, I'm sorry. He is useless. I think
1: he's having a breakdown. We all are, okay? We all are watching this. Yeah, in fairness. We've got seven episodes... Um, So Jack and Holly's road trip is taking some very interesting turns. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he is having uh, some serious pain issues and Holly is trying to extract some information from him about the barn that they're allegedly heading to and El Cucho. Jack gives away very little, but he does treat us to a lovely old speech about believing in the supernatural now Mm. um, and that he knows he's going through the same thing as Tracy Powell did. So obviously he's got that fear of needing to kill himself. Yeah. um, But not being able to. So one of the things that struck me here was how much control he seems to have of himself. Yes. How much control... What do you think the balance is between him and El Cucho and how he's being controlled at the moment?
0: So last time I was on the podcast so a couple of weeks ago i i sort of queried this and it seemed like he was more in control of himself than not Mm. and i wondered whether he was joining the investigation to find this sort of information out to help himself yeah or if he'd been quote-unquote sent by el cucho and i thought this scene was really good because i thought it was going to be um from the end of last episode straightforward like her panicking and him saying creepy things Yeah. Um, because he's obviously going to take her somewhere to kill her. But it seemed like he wanted information on how to help himself. Mm. And it makes me think, I don't know how to word it, but El Cucho is not always in his mind. He's probably elsewhere with other people yeah. doing things. So he can kind of say and do what he wants. Until he's caught out. And yeah, until yeah. It, until this entity becomes aware of what he's saying or doing. So he's using that time with Holly to try and get information that might help him. Because he's the it's like Sauron's eye. It's not actually on him at that point. So he, he nice is in, in control.
1: Comparison. I just love Lord of the Rings. I was so going to yeah. say, did Lucy ever mention she loves <laughs> the Lord of the Rings? Um, oh yeah, I, I actually think that this could have been a really boring kind of, I'm going to drive you somewhere and kill you. It but could have been really very interesting. generic. interesting. And it really interesting. It didn't go the
0: way I was expecting it at all, and I thought, "This is yeah, this is interesting. This is subverting expectation. This is good. Yeah, really good." And the two of them like really good
1: chemistry together. Mm. So Jack wants to know like why like 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 Jack, like. like like Jack wants to know why Alcuchio chose him. Uh, so Holly talks about her theory that the that El Cucho is drawn to pain, mm. and he he is clearly a man in pain. Yes, yeah, severe pain. Not just now that he's got you know this weird thing. His on mum and, neck, but, and his mum beat him up. Cra- crazy, creepy dwarf. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, then their phones ring, and it is very clear that Jack doesn't want them answered. So Holly acting like a boss here. She just carries on, keeps asking about questions. Yeah, um, and she asks him why El Cucho let her carry on. Telling everybody the details at the meeting, which is kind of what you were saying, Lucy. Like he doesn't seem to have as much control over Jack or continuous control. Not constant, no, it's not like he's. Maybe it's just when he needs something. Like, yeah, it's not know, like he's a deer and a lamp taken over his body. Not no. that lamp. I hate that lamp. Yeah, I mean, not that lamp. God, a, I want lamp. a standard lamp. <laughs> Jesus. Which is interesting because I don't think we've really had like proper. It's almost like he's slightly brainwashed, but occasionally he gets moments of clarity. Yeah. Except the moments of clarity are becoming more than the bad Jack.
0: Yeah. Does that make sense? And he's able now, he feels like emboldened to directly talk about it. Like when he says, because he he doesn't just say, so I know I'm the conduit for Mm -hmm. evil doing. Mm -hmm. He says about, you know, I can't kill myself. And it kind of eases Holly in and she knows exactly what he means, but he's not outright saying it. And then they're kind of talking around the issue. Yeah. I think
1: he also sees a potential ally in Holly. Like she's Definitely. not. Definitely, she's not just going to let him be destroyed by the outsider.
0: Well, they say. Um, I think it might be it's either Alec or Howie, or maybe it's Ralph later on saying that when they think Jack's taken her for nefarious mm. means, they say that at the meeting he was looking at her like she was his savior. So I think it was Alec who yeah, said that. I think yeah, yeah. I, just, I know it was one of them, them lads. So yeah, he he does see her as like. This can help me, and that makes me think more that he's got involved in the investigation, not at the request of the outsider, or maybe initially at his own like behest. Something weird is happened. We know he knows what's happened, presumably, because he assisted in it. Um, well, maybe he's just looking for help, but I think he's looking from them because he thinks they would be able to to help. And he does say, I think to Holly, I thought you'd have more. Basically, I thought you'd have more information than this uh, to yeah, help me.
1: I thought you'd know more. Yeah. But all
0: she has got is guesses.
1: Very educated guesses. Yeah. In but to her.
0: There's no there's no facts in this, it's just this woman told no. me this thing and
1: all signs point to go, but yeah. Hmm. So, back in Cherokee City, the Andersons have moved away from Chairgate and they've moved back onto the Holly-Jack mystery. So, finally, Ralph involves somebody else. Somebody useful, Yeah. To be honest, and he calls Alec. Yeah. Uh, Alec is equally confused, so off they go to Jack's apartment, see what's going on. Q uh, massive drama. How do
0: they know that she's with Jack?
1: You just, not, I don't think is that Is it because they, they just haven't... I think they around. made an assumption. Yeah. I think they made an assumption... And they said something about like he'd picked her up, and obviously they seemed quite pally, maybe they've, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, So when they get to his apartment, it's a mess, it's covered in blood. um, And Ralph very quickly and uh, in inverted commas astutely deduces that it's because he's kidnapped Holly. Right. Why have you just assumed this?
0: Yeah, you've linked the two very spuriously.
1: If anything, it seems more like he's killed Holly and he's off dumping her body somewhere, Mm. if you look at the scene like that.
0: Or it could literally, she's just, I mean, they did say she doesn't have a car, so where's she gone so early? Um,
1: Maybe they just did a ring But round. it is a
0: bit of an assumption that these two things are linked. But, you know, they are detectives, so that is kind of their job. True. That is true. Um, what do you think of Ralph and Alec together? Yeah, I mean, it's nice to see more of Alec because we haven't really seen much of him at all. Um and it's nice to get a bit of levity to the sort of dourness of Ralph. Yeah. And someone that will be more open minded and this might not make sense, but why, why don't we don't give you, it a try? Yeah. Why don't you just try and open your mind to it? So yeah, I liked um having around and I'm not sure if it's this point, and I don't wanna step on your like structure. But when he talks <laughs> about um his encounter in the woods when he's a child. Oh uh, it's
1: when they're driving a little bit okay, later. So on. But, but yeah. yeah but
0: that, that kind of that kind of thing we'll, we'll come on to it is yeah I like that a bit of background a bit of depth to him
1: mm.
0: and it's a shame we haven't seen more of him I think yeah him and Eunice yeah just a bit more inch, bit more layers and just, like even you barely see him but he's even he's more interesting than Ralph
1: to mm. me and very powerful on screen like, but actually both of them are Alec and Eunice I think of my two two of my favourite characters in the book yeah. but my two favourite characters in the show apart from Jeannie like I think Jeannie's yeah, good yeah she is good um Someone I'm still a bit mixed about, so our next little sidebar, we head off to see Claude at your favourite place, Lucy, the peach cruise. Oh, yeah, race.
0: peach cruise. Yeah, um, Claude.
1: Yeah, he's quit, right? Yeah. And uh, so he's not been feeling himself lately, and then he tells the guy that runs the strip club that he, he makes a joke about heading back to Harvard to finish his degree in fucking atomic surgery or ha,
0: something. Ha, 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 because you're a bouncer. That's hilarious.
1: Maybe he is really clever. I know. I don't think atomic surgery is a thing, I made that up, so <laughs> I didn't,
0: okay. didn't even blink. No I like, yeah, atomic yeah,
1: surgery That's a major. Yep. I do surgery on atomic bombs. <laughs> on atoms. Yes. Um <laughs> Atomic surgery. This annoyed me, right, because So I the guy that plays Claude, Paddy Constantine, Yeah. Good. Is good. He's being underused.
0: Again, underused. Because I mean surely he's got to come into it more because he's thing is maybe it's just because he's english and i'm like oh he's like quite a well-established actor maybe within america it's just like yeah he would he would just be a bit character but considering i recognize him and he's he's a very good actor i'm like well and considering he's been pretty much every single episode but nothing really appears to be happening well i think that is he could be like a bloody emblem for the show in many ways (laughs) (laughs) nothing's really happening but it's just there
1: i know the thing about this is that this is good, because it means that we're moving somewhere with the Claude story. Something's happening. Do we
0: even need the Claude story? I mean, you you know whether we do or not,
1: but no. it's, there's other things that need resolving, and it's like, oh, but Claude, is, who cares? This is not the priority right now. No. Um, and actually, all it is now is just some weird convenience that he's leaving town. But as we said in the last couple of episodes, that's not how it works with the outsider. No. Where are the rules? Well,
0: I guess maybe... He's leaving town because he now needs to go and kill a child elsewhere. But it would yeah. still link back to
1: Cherokee City, so... I would really like it if he left town and nothing happened. It's just, just a waste a really fuck a, with waste of a good actor, yeah, maybe. Um, or maybe he comes back and saves the day. He, he comes to save the day. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, so elsewhere, Ralph is looking for Jack, so he decides he's going to pop over to Tamika's place, uh, ask her a lot of slightly interrogatory questions. Yeah, considering he's just doorstepped her. Yeah, I mean, you know, a bit aggressive. <clears throat> and um, it, one of those, part of those include, like, talking about the spat that Samika and Jack had at the baby party. So one of the things that I wrote down here was, like, why isn't she telling him about Hoodie Man? But why would she? Because she, she doesn't, doesn't know, know anything, anything. About it. Um, but she, one thing she does say is that she's decided when she comes back from maternity leave that she's going to go into cyber crimes because it's less dangerous and fucked up. And I wonder if that's just perfectly normal or whether she is that freaked out by Hoodie Man and maybe he's come back to her.
0: Well, it might be more that she got shot um, oh, yeah, she on the shot, job didn't she? yeah. and she's just had a baby and she wants to do something that's going to be put her in the line of fire a bit less.
1: Yeah, maybe. I think
0: that's probably more like probably it. more
1: sensible. Um, I I'm not going to harp on about Ralph actually. We're going to move on from that. We hate Ralph in this club, so <sighs> yeah. Uh, speaking of clubs, Ralph. <laughs> speaking of clubs, and Ralph. <laughs> Sorry, uh, but and Alec as well. They yeah. go over to the Peach Crease to see if they can find any information about where Jack is from Claude because mm-hmm. Jack does spend a lot of time at the Peach Crease. He sure does. Uh, and as the manager says, if he if he wasn't one of your lot. He'd have been barred from here long ago because basically Jack's a douche. Yeah. Uh, but they get nothing from this. They but they conveniently discover two key bits of information. One that Claude has left town. Hmm. Mm. And then while they're there, they find out that someone has traced both Holly and Jack's phones to the same place. Convenient. Mmm. Um, I quite like this scene actually. I and mean, forget about Ralph because we're annoyed about him. Um, but I liked the conversation. I liked a little bit of like Change and I like Alec. Like I think he's because he doesn't really belong in this world. No, he switched it up a bit of just Mm. rather than Ralph just brooding on his own. Someone a bit more light, yeah, around and and just a bit different, like someone with a different set of opinions and a different background. And actually, if you think about it, Alex was the PI that was hired to work with Howie on the side of the Maitlands, and now he's teaming up. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting dynamic, and I wish we'd had it sooner. Yeah. But we've got it now, so we can be thankful grateful. Yes. So let me jump back to the potential murder car, uh, and Holly pulls over to uh, to go to the bathroom and deal with her fem- feminine needs. Yeah,
0: the minute you say that you've got a period, yeah.
1: men just go, okay, I need to change my tampon. Do what you want to do, it's fine,
0: you can escape.
1: Uh, but of course it is a ruse. Or oh, maybe she is on a period, but that's not what she goes into so the bathroom for. Bad floor. timing, if so. She, she goes into one of those disgusting gas station loo's what she's very clever in the scene she is very clever so she tries to find a way to escape and then what she decides to do is smash the window to distract mad dangerous yep. jack and then run out of the entrance and jump in the car and like massively fuck him off because of course it's Holly Gibney she's got a spare key I know heart in mouth not going to lie that was one of the tensest moments oh, of God. this episode Was because like, there wasn't a big gap between fuck it's going to go
0: really badly where he was and where she was and yeah I've got the keys Oh. Yeah, that was... Yeah. And you just think, to keep your cool and actually get the fucking keys in the door, well, in the And also, she's
1: she's just lucky that he ran round to the back of the toilet and didn't smash the door in. Very true. I don't really think that Jack is thinking very straight at the moment, he's in a lot of pain. But I guess he's thinking of where she will actually physically be, which would be smashing the door. I've got a question. Yes? So, why is nobody in this gas station raising an alarm when Jack shoots at the car Um, because it's Georgia and everyone has
0: guns and it's fine and it's normal. Okay, cool. And I remember I actually went to Georgia
1: and... Someone shot you in a
0: gas station? No, but they sold, um, guns in the
1: Walmart and you should see them. Cool there. guns. Hey, look, it is your second amendment, right? Fourth amendment. It's an amendment, tell us which one it is, to carry a firearm. Yeah, of course. To defend yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Well, not only has he shot at her while she's driving away, he also has her phone and he smashes it to smithereens on the court.
0: Yeah, I mean, her phone would be useful, but the fact that she's driving away, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, she's not dead, which is what we want here. Uh, Ralph and Alec are on their way to, well, allegedly rescue Holly from Jack, but she's rescued herself. Good girl. Mm. Uh, They're only a mere 90 minutes behind them. So Alec decides to cheer up the journey with his terrifying tale of being lost in the woods as a child and hearing someone or something call his name. Mm. And then I've written here, Ralph says no, Alec leaves it be. <laughs> Ralph just says no. Ralph says no. Um, you imagined it. Did this remind you of anything we've watched in the last couple of years, being in the woods and hearing voices? Reminds me of season one of Castle Rock with the skizma. Yeah, very true. Well, I know we didn't describe it like that, but it just felt a bit like, you know, creepy, whispery woods. Yeah.
0: It's, I mean, it's very creepy and... Uh, no sympathy just, either. Just Poor like, Alec.
1: You imagined it. It's not even like, oh, maybe <clears throat> you imagined it. It's just now you imagined it. Right, okay. I won't tell you any further stories. I'll, I'll keep all of my personal opinions to myself yeah. then, shall I? But at least now that we know that Alec is open. Again, you know, we had this in the episode where they had the big detective reveal thing. You know, he is open to considering these things mm. and that is good because we know that he is on Holly's side.
0: They have to be open-minded or what's you the point? To.
1: They have to. Uh, so they get to the gas station, they find the phone's been destroyed, some tyre tracks and then we move on. So we move back to Glory. Uh, she's having a chat with her boss about what she's going to do next. as She is uh, clearly royally pissed off these two potential buyers of the house. So, after her boss leaves, she's told she'd clearly gone back to work too soon, which we've established she definitely has. Yeah. Uh, She calls Howie and decides she wants to sue, like, literally every municipal body involved in Terry's arrest, arraignment, and death. Um, Yes, but but not the individuals. And do you know what? I like this. She'd sue Ralph.
0: I mean, yeah. It was his decision to do it also publicly, which is what led.
1: I know the outsider is what led to his death, but. See, I have a different opinion here because in the book, Ralph is very against them doing it so publicly and he's determined to get them to take him around the back and put and take him in with a bulletproof vest. I prefer Ralph book. Book Ralph. Book Ralph was much better. So I'm still a bit like, mm. don't sue Ralph.
0: Because also, sue then... this Ralph,
1: this Ralph sucks. Yeah, but then you're suing Jeannie.
0: Jeannie can do better. Jeannie, she needs to move Maybe on. Maybe Ralph will still save the day. Yeah,
1: well, who knows? That's the whole point. I who sure knows? Hopefully, he does. <clears throat> <clears throat> but Gloria's uh, she's definitely going for it here good girl yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with this so she should so then we head back to Jack and I thought this scene was really good really <laughs> really, really good, good and, and great, great. Uh, so he's heading through some woods uh, he seems to be like completely at the end of his tether so he pulls out his gun and he's shaking and he's sweating and his eyes are mad as fuck and he puts the gun in his mouth and goes to try and shoot himself and he cannot he absolutely cannot, and I felt heartbroken for him. Mm. I really did. Like, just, just Can't even do that right. Like massive Tracy Powell vibes here, obviously. Now, uh, for you, do you think that this would have been a more powerful scene if we hadn't have already seen Tracy do a suicide by cop? Yes.
0: Yeah. Because I think it was Gaz said it last week that. I don't need to know about this Tracy like why why are you spending any time on this um, because if we didn't know that he couldn't kill himself you're expecting him to kill himself that's a lot more powerful yeah the tension than just being like you can't you can't kill yourself I mean and, I, and you I still you felt can.
1: it I still felt it and I felt for him because I've grown quite like Jack which I definitely shouldn't mm. He's sympathetic in some ways. Well, you feel bad for show him. jackets, yeah. Um, and I think, and I still found it pretty powerful. If I didn't know, and it hadn't really occurred to me in the book that this was a thing or not, so maybe it isn't. If I didn't know that he couldn't kill himself, which is what we've assumed from Trace about, I think I'd have been in fucking tears watching him do this. Yeah. I mean, like, I it's just painful was, but... to watch. Yeah. It
0: and was quite
1: is it well shot. Mark Men. I want to say Mark Mendoza that plays Jack. It's Mark Menchaka. Menchaka, not Mendoza. Mendoza. Yeah, closer. Um he yeah, he plays it absolutely spectacularly. I think he's he's really drawn especially for a book reader who hated Jack. And I also thought of Jack as some big greasy horrible fat bloke. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with being, you know what I mean. Well, Horrible is is wrong. The rest yeah, of it. Yeah, being that horrible is wrong. Fine. Be kind yeah be kind um then i think to make me feel this way about him is quite an achievement
0: yeah no they've done well with his characterization because it could have gone a a different way and you actually end up you do feel for him
1: yeah despite everything so ralph and alec have made their way back to cherokee city and uh, ralph walks in to find the anderson living room filled with people just everyone everyone's there Holly says that she thinks that LQJ can only kill children, which is convenient. It is because you do think, why does he just not kill whoever? I mean, just kill the person with the most pain. Maybe it's to do with like your innocence, or it's like um, Doctor Sleep and the the vampires. mm, Yeah, it's 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 nicer when they're young and they're fresh. yeah. Um, but luckily, Eunice is here, and he's going to do some proper detective work. I love Eunice. And keep an open he, mind. He
0: speaks in a low voice, but
1: I understand him, and I'm, yeah. like, I'm drawn he to enunciates. it. He enunciates. Yeah. Mm. So he questions Holly, um, and then he decides to show her Claude's photo to see if she recognises him, which is an interesting move. Mm. But before anything can happen, security guard Andy arrives. <laughs> oh, this this dope. Oh, I loved this. Yeah, I don't that mind. Little it, a little bit where she like dope, What it? are you doing here? And then she smiles. Yeah. And that smile just was like just too cute because she's basically she's almost died. Yeah. So life's too short. And the- it's nice to see a friend because everyone else thinks she's mad. And then they have a little cuddle. Yeah. And it was it was, cute. It was really sweet. Um <clears throat> but understandably baffled, Ralph and Eunice pop out for a chat, and it seems becomes very clear to us, which I did not it had not occurred to me that Jack had taken Holly almost two hours in the opposite direction from the barn. Where was he taking her? Right. Well, this is the question. No one knows. Um, because he knew what he was doing. We've, we've
0: established that he knew that he was sentient. He was himself at some point. So
1: we, so we either have to assume one of three things. So one, the place where he takes the lamps and the deers is two hours in the opposite direction to the barn.
0: Yeah, that's a
1: good point. Two, the outsider is somewhere else and that's where he's taking them. Or three, he was enough in control of himself that he was trying to get as far away from the outsider with Holly as possible.
0: Yeah, because I think the outsider's not going to kill her. The outsider... Because otherwise he would have gone to... Well, I don't think the outsider Ralph, can. Yeah, so he's using Tracy, um, Jack, whoever, his little conduit mm. to do his bidding. Get rid of her, stop her. He can't. So... I think. I don't think he's finished his transformation him yet. Him taking away could be. It'd be good if we actually found out.
1: If mm, we nice like, know what he
0: was doing. Like, no, this is what, what I was doing.
1: Yeah, I'd like an explanation. But I, I, I like option three. I like the fact that he was enough in control of his yeah, own I self like that. that he drove all the other way. But then what's he going to do? Just leave her there? like at
0: the side of the road and hope she won't make her way back.
1: Maybe like a stray dog. Maybe like you said, he was hoping she knew more than she did and would be able to help him get out of the grip of El Cucho. True. And then they'd be far enough away that it wouldn't start a new life together. (laughs) You know, as you do. So later on, there's all sorts going on at the Andersons. So Andy shows off his homework, like a nice, good little boy. And he Hmm. asks to join the team. But unfortunately, Ralph's response to that is drowned out by some seriously angry shouting coming from Holly inside the house when she realises that he that Ralph hasn't told her some pretty fucking key stuff yeah, about Claude so and Terry. Annoying. What is the point of this if you're not going to share all the information? Well, the point is to get to see Cynthia Arrevo shout, yes. which uh, brilliant. Good shouting. So this is when we get peak Genie at this point. So she's fully on Holly's side and uh, gives Ralph a massive earful, which. I just loved it. Like, she, yeah. she's just, she's fantastic. Ralph needed to hear it. And he looked, he looked like a told off little boy. And I, it made me smile with glee. Yes. I was angry at him, but happy.
0: It was, yeah, it was like righteous anger of, of Jeannie. It was, she was saying what we were all thinking, what yeah. I was
1: thinking. You know. And like, what well, Holly being angry was something we haven't yeah. seen. And I loved it. Yeah. Really loved it. Was it was a really good scene. Um... It's funny, the things I like the most, I have less to say about because I'm just happy about them. It was good, yes. It was very good, yes. Uh, So in a bizarre turn of events, Ralph then decides to call his therapist for an emergency late night session to ostensibly talk about his fears of accepting the unacceptable, Mm. but without actually saying that or giving anything useful away. I don't like the therapy scenes. No. They are boring. So the therapist is understandably confused. I mean, aren't we all at this point as to why Ralph is doing this? Uh, And he tells him essentially that I'm a man of science, um, but for everything that we understand about the world, there's a hell of a lot more that we don't, uh, which is true. And then we kind of leave it at that. So, you know. Has that helped you, Ralph? Has that helped any of us? No. No, definitely not. Not Really? If anything, the therapist should have sectioned him. (laughs) And I would have been happy with that. Just have him sectioned. Go on, just put him away. So finally, we are back at the Anderson HQ and Holly is having a nightmare where Jack successfully kills her and she wakes up screaming like a fucking lunatic. Yeah, that loon, is scary. It's just the whole, like, I've got the keys. It, yeah, it was it's oh. quite, quite creepy. And also I wondered if the whole of the rest of it had just been like not real for literally a second. But yeah. I was like, has, has, this, actually, yeah. has this actually happened? Of course they're driving on somewhere yeah, else. Andy's turned up. Yeah. Like, is that a dream? Is that, you know, whatever... Um, that would have been terrible that uh, just a fantastic bit of terrifying edge of a seat drama just that like and that shot at the end of just Holly's face and yeah, her hands yeah. in the air screaming I'm doing it for Lucy thank you um, is, yeah. screaming Helpful. like an absolute nut job and then bookending the episode with that bug on it's back again buggy who's the bug who is buggy I think she's the bug
0: in a way Or fucking Ralph, probably. I can't cope. I don't understand what's going on. I can't move. Um, Yeah, it was really good to see her. It's like, we saw her obviously shouting about the information she's not been told about Claude and the pictures and all that. But this was terrible. And then it's like, now she's, it's almost like she's unleashed. Like, Mm. she was so contained throughout. And now it's like, ah, so I wonder if we'll see more of that. I also, there's a part of it that was like, that must be really therapeutic. Yeah. And I thought, great range, because you know she's a great singer. They, a lot oh, of power. Yeah. Real
1: kind of. of, of mm. She really yeah, gave it um, some f- oomph. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she is by far the standout acting talent in this show. Yeah, she's great. She is. I'm going to say. Sweet it, she, is she is spectacular. 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 <laughs> so it opens up like quite a lot of like, how is everyone going to react at the beginning of next episode to this? outburst This screaming. Or do you think she's screaming like
0: in a dream internally? Or do you oh, think I, I think she's actually going it's ah!
1: out loud. In the house. I, ow. Sorry. Um, I, no, I think it's actually like screaming in the house. Yeah. They probably won't even address it. Ralph would be like, do you hear something? Let's <laughs> go. Nice she can scream.
0: Oh, she oh, could Ralph. do what she
1: likes. Come in my house. Uh, okay. Well, that, that's we've been into the pines and in the pines in the pines in the pines and now we're out of the pines we are out of the pines ladies and gentlemen weird weird thing I read earlier and I don't know if this is true Lucy you might know better than me or listeners you might so the title in the pines in the pines I think it's just in the pines god I've never said those words so many times so you know the Nirvana Unplugged album yes MTV Mm yep so you know when they do Where Did You Sleep Last Night no but carry on which I remember I'm not going to sing it for you apparently and i read this one place today and i haven't verified this fact that the original title of that song that they covered on the MTV unplugged album is called in the pines
0: hmm who's it who did the original
1: don't know, i didn't get that far okay i didn't verify the fact if anyone would like to do the work for me uh, then please do and let's know if that is true and who in fact did do the original version of that song if that is a fact if it's not Ignore Emma. What she's saying. Just ignore me. I haven't got a fucking clue what's going on. Nope. Well, let's. Now that we're out of the pines, why don't we move into cozy old King Corner? I'm innocent, Red. Just
0: like everybody
1: else here. The house is burning. Hi, Georgie. I'm afraid I have a tendency to turn up the heat. Red Rum. Red Rum. You flopsaw! Hello, it's much less Woody here in King Corner, and it's more fluffy actually, um, because we've gone pretty off track in the show compared to the book. Mm. Hmm. So this is becoming more challenging. So. We are starting to team up some of the characters that we get in the book as well. So, Alec, Eunice, Ralph, and Holly do end up being quite an effective little quartet for a while, which I think is where we're going with this. I hope so. It's funny. Take Ralph out of it Yeah, this Ralph point. can Put Jeannie in there instead.
0: Yeah.
1: She's better. Or um, Security Guy and Andy. I'd rather have Jeannie, I yeah. think. I don't know, actually we'll see we'll see what we think about it um so so that's fine we're we're moving in the right direction i just think someone needs to do something about ralph at this point yeah uh now unless i'm going senile which is a possibility (laughs) but i don't think i am there is not a long car journey with holly and jack in the book but i think it works here okay so he's is he not the he doesn't he's not asked by
0: the outsider to get rid of her
1: he is asked by the outsiders to get rid of a lot of people, but at one point they end up going to a deserted mine shaft somewhere else, and it's Eunice, Alec, Ralph and Holly. And I'm get—I'm just going to tell you all. Um, and Jack is up. I'm pretty sure it's Jack, although for some reason I think it might be Claude. I'm sure it's Jack. is up on um, like the top of the hill trying to shoot them.
0: Ah, okay.
1: Um, and then he gets stung by a, a rattlesnake <laughs> and dies. Oh, okay. Spoiler warning. <laughs> yeah, someone does get shot. Oh, don't tell us anymore. I shan't. Uh, And something explodes. Oh, don't tell us who. I'm not going to tell you any of those things. Um, But I can tell you more in the next few episodes, I'm sure. So in the book, we don't get nearly as much time with Jack, actually. And we only, we get a little bit of like inside his head and him acting. But I think that the way they've done it in the show works much better for TV. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alec is very similarly open to the alternative explanations as he is in the show, but he does become a bigger part of the Fab Four Hmm. much earlier on and much heavier impacting. Shame they didn't go that route. Yeah, and I kind of said that I think around like episode three or four that it was a bit of a shame, but we're getting there now. Yeah, you know, we've heard his story. But other than that, I've got to admit, it's really hard to make comparisons at this point because the stories are are veering in different directions. Yeah, it's completely different. It's kind of like the books at the barn and the shows at that gas station. Yeah. Two hours apart. Yeah, and I've got got nothing. Um, However, there is always a strong chance that I am completely wrong. Uh, so don't anybody, do yourself down Emma. I don't think I am um, but then you don't yourself when you say it out loud so for anyone him. who has read The Outsider um, please do let us know if I have missed any differences um, that aren't just that the storyline is completely fucking different um, or, or if you feel like telling me that then do uh, and please email us at fancriticalpodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com because I would thoroughly enjoy that and speaking of which it's time for a listener feedback yay yay so Elizabeth Nikolaevich on Facebook is back. Welcome back. Haven't heard from you for a while. Uh, so, and she says thus, King only uses an aspect of el coco... In the outsider, the book. Now I'm less confused, but still, what exactly it is in the King Law is still bugging me, but I guess it's supposed to. Yes, correct. Mm. Uh, and she uh, she added into that a lovely uh, p- 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 picture of the Goya painting, Que viene el coco, which, if you have seen that painting, that was the most ironically cheerful description of it. Is um,
0: I- that Saturn eating his sons, devouring yeah.
1: his sons? Uh, so, I mean, like, you're right. I don't know what it is about, like what it is relating to, and it is confusing. But, but the, and maybe that's what the show is trying to do, which I guess is like kind of what Elizabeth is saying. Maybe it's supposed to be in like at the back of your head, going, "What does this mean?" And
0: yeah, I'm sure that it's intentional that it's a
1: bit confusing and it's not fully clear yet. No, but we still got three episodes, so hopefully, Elizabeth, it will all become clear in some way, one way or another. One way or on another, another. Uh, Bob Johnson. My email says this: Is Gaz really a geography teacher? No.
0: Any any other questions? <laughs>
1: uh he says great episode he is in relation to yeah sorry i meant to correct that It's like yes he is a geography teacher that's why he's so anal about geography uh uh bob carries on to say great episode i think in reference to episode six for blueberries great podcast i don't know if you watch the end credits but it seems the show is actually filmed in alabama which geography lesson is directly to the west of georgia okay nice i know where alabama is no, that's a lie. I know the song Sweet Home Alabama. That's not the same thing. But I I'm just going to I'm going to assume that you're correct and I'll look it up on a map later and I think Gaz is going to shout at me again for my terrible fucking geography even though he tried to teach me some stuff last week.
0: I think we should do a segment where Gaz has to name all the states in the United States of America. Yeah, geography on a blank corner. map and he can write down what they are and then everyone can judge him.
1: Yeah. States and their um, flags. Or capitals. Capital cities. Do you have capital? we'll, we'll just, yeah, you they, know what they I mean.
0: do, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to put that to him. Get a blank map, you know, just with the states outlined and get him to yep. write it. He's not allowed to cheat and I don't think As would. word. To, maybe he should man. do it live on video for Patreon.
1: Maybe. Mm. We'll see. If we you get better. any more Patreons this week, maybe we'll get that. Maybe we'll do that. Gaz, there's your challenge. Uh, Beth, via email, has uh, a lot of questions for us and a lot of things to say. Uh, Gaz, congratulations on your marriage. Thank you. I don't know why I'm saying thank you, <laughs> but I'm not married to Gaz. Uh, how long is Len on puppy paternity leave? No one knows. Don't know, he's ill. Uh, congrats, John, on the baby. Emma and Lucy, thanks for putting it all together. Yeah, stalwart, I- aren't we? Uh, again, Len, enjoy your puppy paternity leave. no. I, I'm, he's not allowed paternity leave He's actually sick this week He's called in sick to the podcast <coughs> Get better soon I'm sick. Uh, Beth goes on to say Emma when I read the Mr Mercedes trilogy I always thought Holly was all autistic Which I agree with mm-hmm. in The Outsider In the book I thought she was older Than the actress who plays her And lived with her elderly parents Now I haven't read the Bill Hodges Or Mr Mercedes trilogy But I also felt like she was older When I read The Outsider Um, but I agree with Beth's next sentence that Cynthia Erivo has nailed it and Beth explains that she has two autistic kids and every bit of her acting is uh, I think spot on down to the littlest movement interesting Mm. which I think is a great bit of feedback to get because we all make assumptions about like neuro neurodiversity and those kind of things but and you know and i think she's doing a great job of it because it's making me think of that but actually to hear someone say like things like even her mannerisms and yeah. the way that she acts it
0: shows that it's a very well put together performance and that that can only add to the enjoyment of
1: watching it absolutely and uh finally toddy b's back todd toddy uh, he says hey guys my thoughts on the episode prose I am still really enjoying the camera's ability to make you feel unsettled and uncomfortable. I think the show is shot brilliantly. agree yeah. agree or not agree agree yeah I agree. Uh, the writing is still good in scenes and I feel like Ben Mendelssohn playing the sceptic is my favourite part right now. Oh Todd, you're wrong. I disagree with it's you the there, the worst Todd. part. And then he goes on to say his conversation with the therapist was very well written and acted. I hate the therapist bit. Now, I have to say, I apologise, Todd, because Len and Gaz, I mean, Gaz even said last week, Todd could basically be him because they always think the same things. Um, unfortunately, I disagree with both those points too. Yeah.
0: Well, I agree with the you know. Cam- oh, I mean about the Ralph. camera bit, but not.
1: Yeah, Ralph is terrible and I, is ruining. Ben the Mendelsohn's show. a good actor. Just hate the character. Yeah. Um. So Todd has some cons as well. When Holly was in the bathroom and broke the window to distract Jack so she could run away, how did she know he was out of the car? I guess you could chalk it up to her abilities, but that seems like lazy writing. I think it's just a intuition and b yeah a bit of just luck
0: deuce ex machina just doing yeah. it so it's it's just useful handy
1: yeah. uh, and then he goes on to say the pacing has been my biggest problem with these last few episodes seems like just as the story starts progressing it slows back down yes yeah i would agree with that it's a bit like sort of jogging and then it's like interval training except that yeah. the slow bits are really long i say that like i know what the fuck interval training is
0: high intensity interval training hit hit yep Yeah, big fan. It's very true. Like, you'll get so much crammed into one episode, then you have another episode which is completely, like, filler and really slow.
1: So, yeah, I would agree with that. And lastly, in the cons, I probably missed something, says Todd. What was with that ending? The nightmare I get, the screaming afterwards, seemed out of nowhere. I think it was just, like I said earlier, a release for Holly.
0: It's like everything, she's so contained, she's kept everything down, and then she was just like... She just erupted like pure terror, visceral reaction. It seemed anger. I got anger from it as well.
1: Do you think? Yeah, and like
0: frustration. Frustration, like, probably like yeah. No one believes me, and like I was very like she was very close to being murdered. Yeah, I was for this pretty traumatic and time. People have just dismissed her outright when she's trying to work really hard on this case. So I think there was a lot in that scream. I a feel primal scream. Now. Sorry.
1: Nice. No, I like that. Uh, so Todd then goes on to say. <clears throat> Overall, guys, I'm still enjoying this show and I'll see it through, but it has really struggled keeping the story moving in these last few episodes. Agree. Correct. This episode was no different. <laughs> Debatable. The story is starting to feel like ascending a roller coaster. I know eventually there's excitement, but currently it's a little boring, which is not a bad analogy. Although, when I'm ascending a roller coaster, I'm shit scared. I don't go on roller coasters. I hate it. No. So, it's not the same for me, no. but everybody's different. Todd was thinking about going with two blueberries here. Oh. It's going to go with three stories. Story has got to start moving. Hopefully, it's next week. Round it up. Mm. Yeah, I mean,
0: I think we are moving, Todd, because i I've been on the same sort of boat as you. Yeah. Um. I think we're getting there. I think we're crawling there, but I'm hoping once the gang is like assembled, Avengers assemble. You know, we're going to start getting some. Andersons assemble. <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 We've got three episodes. I think it's going to happen. Um. Well, something's got to happen. Otherwise, it's going to be a really boring finale. Uh, So that's it for this week, everybody. As always, please do send us your feedback in whichever manner you wish. Yep. Twitter, at fancriticalpod. Instagram, fan underscore critical. Facebook, fancritical. Or email, we love that, fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. And we will read out your feedback. In next week's episode.
0: Just like that. And if you want to be a Patreon, you can chat to us on
1: Discord whenever you want. Whenever you want. You can give us you want. all of your opinions and we will credit you for them and not just steal them. Um, but for now, let's say goodbye, and we will see you next week for episode eight titled Foxhead. Oh. Oh. See you later, guys. Bye! Bye.